From Yahoo Fantasy Sports, Miss Liz Loza, Mr. Milt Stegel, Mr. Nick Taylor, Mr. Willie Jefferson, current scout for the Indianapolis Colts, Joy Elliott. And that's why I rock with him. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's why I rock with JV, man. JV! on the show and today I am very very excited to welcome on a very special guest from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders 2019 CFL All-Star Mr. Shaq Evans. Shaq thank you very much for coming on today. How are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me man. I'm doing good you know just uh, you know training and getting ready for next year. Uh, so yeah that's that's pretty much it right now. Hey man, I can't. I'm super excited to see what you can do next year. I'm just waiting to see what you and the Rough Riders can do. And obviously, coming off a crazy season in 2019, I can't wait to dive into your career. Uh, again, thank you very much for coming on today. It means a lot to speak with you. And uh, Shaq, I wanted to start kind of at the beginning of your career here. You played at UCLA in college and then went on to be drafted in 2014 by the New York Jets. Just take me through your emotions on draft day, seeing all your work kind of pay off and finally getting selected to an NFL team. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty much surreal. Um, you know, you you grow up, you know, wanting stuff like that. And then the older you get, honestly, the the more you realize, like, damn, it's, it's harder than I thought. It's like uh, it's like it's not going to happen. It, it's a more chance of it not happening than than it, than it actually happening. So. Um, when my name was called, um, it was crazy because I was just pulling up to my mom's house from getting a haircut, I think. And uh, I could just hear I'm on the phone with with my coach from college telling me that somebody's going to pick me. And then I just hear my mom, you know, saying stuff. And I just ran in the house and it's just like you see your name go across the screen. And it's just like it's just a big smile goes on your face because, you know, it's not too many times in life you actually see like your hard work over a year's time, years and years just manifesting for that to happen. It was it was definitely something I'm thankful for. And even though things didn't work out like you wanted to, it was still an accomplishment to make it to that because a lot of players, there's thousands of players and only 200, you know, and 50 or something get selected. So that was definitely an honor. For real. Yeah. And surreal is a perfect word. I mean, I can only imagine it. Not, I think it's 1% of college D1 athletes get actually yeah. selected into the NFL, right? Exactly. So that in itself just shows, you know, how talented you truly were. Now, you know, playing in college and playing in high school, I'm assuming, how did your training there differ from when you made it to the pros, to the NFL, and into the CFL? How did your schedule and mindset change once you hit the big leagues? I think the biggest thing is just it just becomes more of a, you know, responsibility. You know, it's like your job now. Like, you have to do it. You have to take a different mindset to it. You have to take it a little bit more serious and things like that because you know high school you have a choice like I can train or I can't like you know but luckily I have someone in high school that showed me that kind of work ethic that you had to have if you wanted to even reach the goals that I did have so it was a little it was an easier transition for me when I got to college and the pros because like I said college it becomes a little more serious because you know they're paying for your school and you want to make sure you you satisfy every requirement that you have and then once you get to the pros, it's it's a uh, it's a job. You have to train. You have to be in shape. There's no one holding your hand. There's no one telling you what to do. There's no coach, you know, telling you what to do, what to do this. They may tell you what they want you to get better at, but it's on you to actually do the work. So 
I think that's that's the biggest difference that is it just becomes more more um, serious. And athletes too, NFL, CFL, um, athletes all across the board, you go NHL, it's very interesting profession because you get judged on a game to game basis, right? Like if you're, if you're an all-star, obviously they're going to look at you. If you have a bad game, it's just a mix up. Right. But if you're somebody who's trying to pick up his role and get higher on the depth chart, it's going to be difficult because you got to perform every single day and you have to be ready and trained for that. So I can yeah. see where you're coming from there. You got to be prepared and in the off season doing the work and also during the regular season. Um, now, after spending time in the NFL shack, you eventually made your way into the CFL where you are now with the Rough Riders. How did you become associated with the Canadian Football League? How did you find out about it and how do you get in contact with the Riders? Honestly, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know that I I just I was coming back from Dallas and um after I got cut from there and you know, just at home, you know, training and stuff. And then my agent hit me, hit me up, was like, Hey, Saskatch so the a team from the CFL is having a workout in uh in your in, in, in your area and it would be a good thing for you to, you know, get show your face out there and you know, just have, have your face in another league and just in case, you know, this NFL thing doesn't, you know, pan out this year. And uh, so I, I got in contact with uh, Jeremy O'Day, who's the GM GM now. And uh, we talked and then told me to come out to the workout. And then I went out to the workout and uh, I did, you know, fairly well um, in terms of like the 40 I ran, the vertical jump and my one-on-ones and stuff like that. And uh, they asked me uh, soon after that, did I want to sign a contract? And I told them, nah, not at the time. This was 2017 in May. And um, I was like, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit out, I mean, this rest of the season and see if I get another opportunity with the NFL. And then if it doesn't happen, then you guys will definitely be, you know, the first first team I'll call. And, and uh, as in the future, future tells, um, didn't get signed that year to the NFL. And um I think February, January or February of 2018 is when I officially signed my contract with Saskatchewan. Nice. And then, yeah, so obviously things may have not worked out in the, in the NFL, but you come to the CFL and you absolutely dominated in 2019. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, you were selected as an all-star candidate. Was there anything in specific that allowed you to succeed in the Canadian Football League? I know I talked to Milt Stiegel a few months back, and we talked about the wider fields, bigger end zones, more room to play. What has been the biggest factor for you which has allowed you and your game to really take off? I think um, the biggest thing is just, I would say, that allowed me to have success, I guess, is... um, just, I guess it's being in the NFL and playing against, you know, bigger, you know, maybe bigger corners and, and stuff like that and things like that. And just, just having that experience of being a professional. So it was just like, it's just another league. And I have the confidence, the fact that I'm out, out here on the field that I can perform. I know I put the work in. So I don't think it was like a specific thing. You know, I just think that it was just hard work. Honestly, I don't think the wider field, because honestly, I don't get to do the waggle all the time. I don't get to do, the sprinting ahead, you know, getting that advantage. Most of my routes are ran like a traditional NFL receiver from the outside, stationary, press coverage, stuff like that. So I think I think that's what made it easier for me to transition because that's what you see a lot in the NFL is, you know, press man coverage and, and stuff like that. So I think that was probably the big factor that helped me be successful my first couple of years. And that's something that I think a lot of players in the CFL might not have had the experience to do play in the NFL against 
corners against defenses in the NFL in your case as a receiver and then come to the CFL and it's kind of a different league obviously the same game so I think yeah for sure that could have played a big factor in your success but then mm-hmm. um, you know you have your great 2019 season but then you break your leg and you missed most of this recent season you've had injury troubles yeah. throughout your career but you've found a way to persevere through that what has been you know, your main source of dedication to your craft and which has allowed you to persevere through these tough times because injuries as an athlete is the worst thing that can happen to you. And you've been able to continue to work through that and perform years and years after. Yeah, I think that when it comes to that, because like sports teaches you a lot about life, you know, and um, injuries are just like something, you know, unexpected happening in a, a normal person's life, you know, that isn't an athlete, like it's a curveball. Injuries are curveball or something you're not ready for, you're never expecting it. And um, I guess just, you know, having these injuries has just helped me become that perseverant, you know, uh, a person that perseveres, you know, through a lot of things because, you know, I didn't grow up, you know, with, you know, everything and stuff like that. So I guess that's the way it started. Like just seeing my mom, how she grinded every day, like, you know, it's catching a bus. Like we didn't have a car, like when I was younger, like catching a bus and she's doing all this stuff. And I just, that is always what I thought of back to. Like, if she can do that, I can rehab an injury. If she can do that, I can, you know, get back on the field. It's, it's not a big deal because honestly, what she was doing is harder than recovering from an injury. So I think that's where I got my inspiration from. And like I said, also experience, like you said, I've had injury problems and, you know, over my career and that just, but that helped me become a better professional because it helped me understand, okay, I got to take care of my body before I got to eat better. I got to train better. I have to get up earlier and get into the treatment room and do things like that. And you could ask, um, my trainers, any player on the team, like who's one of the first people in the building every day, they'll definitely, you know, say my name because I, I want to always just prepare myself to prevent those things from happening as best I can. Obviously, there's some injuries you can't prevent, like a broken leg, but there's little muscle things that you can prevent, at least the, to the best of your ability, by just being dedicated and understanding, like, that extra hour of sleep isn't worth, you know, being out for six weeks. Yeah, the little things. I know I talked yeah. about it um, a few days back with um, motivational speaker Keem Haynes, who ran in the Olympics a few years back, and he was telling me just how the little things, you know, you everybody can perform, exactly. everybody can come train, but is it what you're going to eat right, you're going to get enough sleep, if you're going to be willing to, you know, every night stretch and take care of your body. Exactly. And, eventually in the long run that's what's going to help you succeed maybe not in a month or two months time but when you get even even to the playoffs you see players going down and that's when people who have taken the time to take care of their bodies is that's really going to come out big so um Shaq that's really going to wrap things up for me but actually before we go here I got to ask one question what are your expectations for the upcoming season in the CFL for individually or team wise Uh, yeah we'll go both uh, ind- individually, I just expect to um, just have a bounce back here. I mean, people, you know, people are, some people are down on me, uh, think that 2019 was a fluke and I use that as motivation. I see a lot, I saw a lot of negative, you know, comments, you know, about me once I signed back and it's, it's I just use it as motivation. I don't, I don't get too mad about it. Um, I'm just going to turn, use that fuel to, to, you know, get me back. Cause I already, I'm already, I'm already, you know, ready to attack you know, the field because of my injury last year, not being able to get in my full form and my full, you know, physical shape and things like that. And um, 
and then that's and team wise, I just I expect us to to build off of last year. I mean, we've been so close the last two seasons of winning a championship, and the championship is in our home stadium this year. So I expect people to come in with a with a fire because that's how I'm going to come in, and I'm looked at as one of the leaders on the team. And so I just want to set that tone from the beginning for the team that look, this is this is a championship or bust type season for for me, and I want that's I want our entire team to feel that way because. You can't do it without, you know, without your teammates. So at the end of the day, I feel like if I come in with that kind of mindset, then that will just, you know, infiltrate the entire team. And we'll just we'll, we'll be a team that's going to be tough to beat like we've been the last few years I've been there. Hey, man, keep that mentality. I'm excited to see what you and the Rough Riders can do this year. Thank you very, very much for coming on today. No problem, man. I appreciate you having me. Hey, man, I appreciate it. And everybody who stayed through to watch. Appreciate you guys, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out, everybody.